Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 10, 10 9, 9, 8, 8 7, 7, 6, 5, 4, 4 3, 3, 2, 2 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Good morning and welcome to the show. It is... Monday, May 1st. It's the first of the month. Welcome, Rabbit Rabbit, everyone. And uh, thank you for joining us this Monday morning. We're so happy to have you guys here. It's been one of those mornings for me. Oh, really? Oh, my gosh. I am forgetting everything. Like, so first of all, I... um, I went downstairs to make my coffee and get my, you know, stuff for work together. And I realized I forgot to put my wedding ring on. So I run back upstairs, grab my wedding ring, put it on. We're good. So then I get all my stuff together, make my coffee, go out to my car, turn on the car, start backing out. I'm like, where's my coffee? Left it on the counter. Run back inside. Grab my coffee. Pull out of the driveway, start driving, get to the uh, exit of my neighborhood, realize... Crap, I forgot my phone. Oh, that's a turnaround. You're, I didn't you, turn around. Really? No, I didn't. I, I felt like there. by the time I'd made the turnaround, uh-huh. got all the way up there, went inside. I don't know where it is. I have an idea where it is, but I'm not positive. I was like, forget it. I just got to go. Can't go back in for a third thing. Three strikes, you're out. Oh, yeah. so you're rolling phoneless this morning. I, I'm rolling phoneless. <laughs> so uh, if anyone tries to get a hold of me, uh, I apologize. I'm probably not going to get it unless it comes through on my watch. Um, yeah, I, I got the little notification just now, too. It says, your iPhone has been left behind. And, uh... Thank you. Well, watch. I'm just... Why didn't you tell yeah. me that for? When I stepped out of the front door of my house, why didn't you tell me that watch? It's all good. It's just, you know, one of those Mondays. But surprisingly, I'm not stressing about it. So how are you doing this morning? I'm good. You just roll with the punches. Roll with the punches. You know, what can you do? It's not, you know, I can still get messages on, uh... On my computer for a little while until I don't carry my computer with me around all day. <laughs> all day long, Mercedes will be in this grocery store. Hold on one second. Yeah, let me, let me see check what's my laptop here. really quick. Uh, I'm, I'm great this morning. We had a, a fun, busy weekend. And as far as a whole, as of us as the radio station, uh, we started with a Walk for Wishes on Saturday morning out of Town Square. And what a huge turnout. Going into Walk for Wishes, the goal was to raise $500,000. And Scott, he's the president and CEO of Make-A-Wish Southern Nevada, told us right before we started everything 
that we had surpassed that goal before the race even started on Saturday morning. So that was a huge turnout there at Town Square this we weekend. We had such a great time, and it was so good to see so many of you. We uh, we had that Saturday morning, and then right after that, we went to our spring fling on Saturday night. I have to, before I forget, another thing. Say good morning to Jacob. I was talking to Jacob at spring fling, and he says he listens between 5.30 and 6. So we had a really good conversation. Shout out, Jacob. Wanted to say hi. So many, so many great people that we saw at Spring Fling on Friday or on Saturday night. And that was a great show on Saturday night. We had Michael Richter, Dean Lewis, and Jason Mraz. It, it was a busy Saturday, but that was a lot of fun on Saturday. It was a good time on Saturday. Yeah, we had a really good time. Uh, after I, I had a remote on Friday, so I told myself with all the work stuff we were doing, I was not going to do a single thing yesterday, and I accomplished that goal. How did you do? Nice. I was kind of <laughs> the same way. Woke up early, and so my Sunday tradition is to go out to the ranch and, and be with Laura and the horses, so I, so I did that. That was a lot of fun. And then went to the gym and little things here and there, but once I got like all my morning stuff done, I, I didn't leave the house again for the rest of the afternoon. And yeah. It was nice. I, I did I did a couple, well, I did my workout, and then I went on a walk, but that was it. My, my exercise uh, movement goal up until about 1 o'clock was I think 20 20 calories <laughs> that's all I'd burn because I just sat around all morning hey how was Friday you do the Silver State Schools Credit Union you do an appearance there almost like once a month it seems it's always like a huge turnout how was it on Friday it was really cool we have uh, we have had the past two times this this thing called the Money Moves Mobile so basically it's like Cash Cab you get in there you're asked uh, you're asked five questions you get five bucks for each one that you get correct and then it's the bonus question you can let it ride uh, but risk losing it so the bonus question is really hard but if you get it right it doubles your money you get 50 bucks so um at the first one we did, a lot of people were getting the 50 bucks. At this one, a lot of people were losing it. And then you walk away with nothing. And it was so sad. I was like, well, let me see what I have in my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> I felt so bad, but um, it was a lot of fun. Oh, that's, yeah. So you can walk away with something or, or go, go double or nothing in that final round. Interesting. Yeah, Press your people luck. would get out. You could see when they got out of the car. If they uh, had just no expression on their face, they just lost. Whose like, car is it? It's just like a random car. It's you Silver guys State School's credit it's their car? Yeah, oh, that's it's great. A, yeah, it's really cool. And you're in there with them like in the front seat and stuff? I start out in the front seat, but then I leave because I can't be there when they lose. I just, (laughs) I want to say the answer to them. Like, the answer is a savings account. (laughs) But that's that's not allowed. It's a carpool karaoke. You're up there with the the people participating. That's cool. Yeah, so it was a really busy weekend. So happy to be back and see you guys this morning. We have a lot coming up. We're going to get to all of that on the way here very shortly but first of all let's get things started it is time for the pre-show you pick them you guys get to pick the first song of the show do you want to hear cotton eye joe by rednecks do you want to hear steal my sunshine by len i know Do you want to hear Don't Tell Me by Avril Lavigne? Those are your choices. You can get your votes in right now. You can tweet us at Mercedes in the AM. You can vote on our Facebook page or text or call us at 702-364-9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. 
Mix 94.1. Coming, coming, coming up. You're going to want to hear this. We have more to come on the pre-show this morning. On the way next, we have the Daily Dirt. A blast from the past comes in strong at the box office. Details in about five minutes. And the votes are in. Cotton Eye Joe by Rednecks is the pre-show you pick up. You choose the music, you pick it, we play it. Awesome. It's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show, you pick them. Mix 94.1. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. The Super Mario Brothers movie. Crossed the one billion mark at the global box office. It, it becomes only the tenth animated film to achieve this feat, and the first animated movie to do so since the pre-pandemic times. Still haven't seen it. Probably won't see it. Maybe when it comes out, like on streaming. But I, I, am, I think I'm the only one who has seen it. I'm right there with you. It, it, it does pique my interest. I know Brooklyn saw it in Brooklyn's official review of the movie. The first she saw it like opening weekend, right? Yeah, she did. And her review was she. she said it was cheesy but she's she's an older kid i'm sure if you're a younger kid you probably loved it yeah i mean obviously it's doing well but i love the honesty of her reviews and brooklyn was on the show this past friday and and lock it in right now this coming friday she is back it's the return of brooklyn theater and she's doing austin powers that's what she says i hope she does it and doesn't come up with some excuse because she does that when i tell her to clean her room she's like oh i can't right now <laughs> she was out there walking with wishes on saturday and i was talking to her about brooklyn theater i'm like you're doing it she's like yes i'm like i asked her like kind of her thought process and she was giving me kind of the style she was going into it she's like i'm approaching it like i approached dunkirk i'm like oh this is gonna be dunkirk. good dunkirk. <laughs> this is gonna be good on friday now check this out return of the jedi was back in theaters to celebrate its 40th anniversary. The movie came out May 25th, 1983. Return of the Jedi came in at number five this weekend with 4.7 million from only 500 theaters. Wow, that's impressive. Very impressive. Now, back in 1983, it made $6.2 million with inflation. We're talking opening weekend. With inflation, it made right around $19 million its opening weekend. And here we are 40 years later, and it's making $5 million. Still bringing weekend. people in, yeah. All right, so George Michael won the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame fan vote. He received just over a million votes. This is the fan vote. Coming in second with Cindy Lauper with about 928,000 votes. But this does not mean that George is automatically going in to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this year. It means that George Michael gets one additional vote towards induction as part of the class of 2023. There's around 1,000 music industry people who still have to vote. So normally the person who gets the fan vote ends up going in, except for back in 2020 when the Dave Matthews Band... Won the fan vote, but they didn't get enough votes from everyone else to go into the Hall of Fame. That is wrong. Why are you even taking the fan vote then? What's the point? If you're if you're not listening to them all the time. It's really it really is a weird thing. Yeah, they won the fan vote. Cool, great recognition. That means you get one extra vote. I think the fan vote means they should automatically go in and have to go through the rest of the process. Yeah, that's it. It just it, it's like it's all for show. Mm-hmm. Oh, who do you guys think? Okay, well, we're going to decide. But thanks for letting us know who you think. Yeah, it's really twisted. Yeah. Uh, last one here. Beautiful uh, People Magazine's Beautiful Issue is out now. Melissa McCarthy's on the cover. And another Beautiful People included inside the issue are Lizzo, Dolly Parton, Pink, Rihanna, Jennifer Aniston, Margot Robbie, Michelle Yeoh, Ali Wong. So many people included in this year's People's Beautiful Issue, which is out now. Ali- 
Ali Wong was in town this weekend. I really wanted to go see her. We had a lot going on, but uh, I finally finished Beef over the weekend. And man, that show's crazy. We started Beef so last night. Crazy. It Ugh. starts crazy. You told me it yes. ends crazy as well. The whole thing is crazy <laughs> from start to finish. It's crazy. You can see that in, in episode one. That it's going to be a crazy show. What we'll more dirt coming up in the seven o'clock hour? Right around seven fifteen. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1829. And now, here's your host, Mercedes and Jay-Z. Hey, good morning, and welcome to the show. It is Monday, May 1st, and that means rabbit, rabbit, and it's the first of the month. Welcome. I guess we could also say it's gonna be May. It's finally May. May. (laughs) It's finally May. We got them all lined up here, ready to go. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Thank you guys for coming out to so many different events this weekend. We were at Walk for Wishes on Saturday at Town Square. It was so great to see all of you and to raise so much money for Make-A-Wish of Southern Nevada. And then Saturday night was our spring fling with Jason Mraz, Dean Lewis, Michael Richter. That was an absolute blast. Had a great time. So it was a busy one. Yeah, certainly was a busy weekend. And all three of those artists on Saturday night, I was so impressed with Michael Richter, local guy, Vegas kid, grew up here in Las Vegas, performing there at um, at Virgin Theater on Saturday night. And then on Sunday, you, you and I were both talking about having low-key Sundays. My goal was to have like work done, dinner done, everything done by, by 6.30 so we can, Laura and I just could sit there, relax, and enjoy the evening. And as we're, we're f- finishing up dinner, I had brought up the show that I knew you were watching called Beef. And she hadn't heard about it, so we watched the trailer as we're finishing up dinner. And so last night, we watched the very first episode of Beef. Well, what did you think? There's a lot going on in that show. There's anxiety moments in that show. Very interesting. Don't want that. Um, Twist and turns in that show as well. So I think we'll we'll definitely go back for a second episode, but... I had anxiety at certain points watching that show last night. Yeah, that it's going to go like that throughout the whole mm. show. I'm not I'm not going to give any spoilers, but basically it shows what what happens after just one one act. And it's an act of road rage. It it's just things spiral out of control and you look at it and you think if only they hadn't done that, none of the other stuff would have happened. And and I think about that often in just my own personal life. Now, it's not a bad situation like beef was um, and and anxiety (laughs) inducing. But do you have that moment in your life that you're like, that was my fork in the road. That was where I had a couple of decisions and I chose to go right. And I wonder what would have happened if I had gone left. Do you ever think about that? Um, there's certain times, yeah, and it's it's also interesting to look back on your life. At, at maybe maybe didn't catch it at the time. I remember it was when I was living at home. And I was going to community college, and I took off a semester, and I, I just I just wasn't happy. And I'm like, I want to see more of the country out there. And I remember so vividly, my buddies going out. It was a weeknight. It was like a Wednesday night. It was a weeknight. My buddies were like, Hey, we're going to Perkins for dinner. If you want to come, and I was all set to go in. I said, You know what? No, I have something else I got to do. So instead, I went to the library and and. Re- Researched colleges and looked at the best hotel colleges in the country, and I found a couple of them, UNLV being one of them. And it was that night that I wrote down the places to apply, and I applied for colleges the next day. And I wonder if I would have went out with my buddies that night, would have been applying to go to a college out of state, been on top of my mind the next couple of days or not. Yeah, like that. That's and and we have many forks in the road, mm-hmm. obviously. But yeah, that's one of them. Where if you would have gone this way. 
you might be somewhere totally different right now than where, you know, since you went the other way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I went through that night and, and applied to UNLV and got accepted. Maybe I would have went the next day, but wouldn't have looked at UNLV. Who knows what would happen if I went out to Perkins instead of going to the library of all places? Do you have situations that you look at? Well, the, the big one for me is just moving to Las Vegas. I mean, I was very young when I had the opportunity, and I, I had to ask for my parents' permission. They were like, I came to them, and I'm like, uh there's this job in Las Vegas. Uh, they're like, wait a second, what? Um, and I told him I really wanted to move here. And my dad didn't believe it was a legitimate thing. And I had to prove to him it was. And and I wonder if I would have just given up and like, he's not going to, they're not going to let me go. Or if they would have said no, where I would be. Mm, oh, yeah. I, I mean, if they would have said no, then I would have stayed in Colorado. Um I don't know what I would have done because I was kind of in that spot that you were. I was just like I was in college, but I didn't really know where I wanted to go. I started as pre-pharmacy, but I didn't like it and I was just lost. And so I'm so glad they said yes. I'm so glad I didn't give up because, you know, we have the greatest job ever. I met my husband here. Because of my husband, I have my kids. Like, everything would be so different if I didn't come here. What That could be a movie. Like, what a world if you were to stay there. What would have been your life been? It would have been a completely different life. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and I've talked about this before. That movie, Sliding Sliding Doors, I think it's called, mm-hmm. um, with Gwyneth Paltrow. It, it basically... Go, takes her life up to the subway train and one route has her getting on it and where her life goes the other has her missing it and where her life goes and, you follow and the it's story that line? one thing and it goes back and forth to where her life is it's actually pretty good okay on today's show we have an apple home pod mini for you that's yours when you win heads up in the eight o'clock hour right around eight twenty-five. and then kelly clarkson is coming to las vegas with a brand new residency we've got your tickets all week long starts at 9 40 tickets to go see kelly clarkson and up next is what's trending what do you got for us okay this morning we are going to talk about michael j fox he sat down for an interview and he talks about his battle against parking parkinson's who what he thinks caused it also what really happened on the late late show as it ended last week and this person has now become the most followed woman on twitter we'll tell you who it is coming up next and what's trending Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Michael J. Fox is trending this morning. There's a new documentary called Still a Michael J. Fox Movie. It's coming out on Apple TV Plus on May 12th. And he shares his struggles, his accomplishments throughout his life. And he just did an interview yesterday with CBS Sunday Morning to talk about it. And he he shared a lot. Um, we we have some clips from it. He got very candid. So he was diagnosed with Parkinson's in 1991 when he was 29 years old. He did not tell the public about that until he until 1998. He said that his diagnosis is likely due to a combination of genetic and environmental factors. And it's also very possible that he did some damage in the 80s. There's so many ways that you can, that I could have hurt myself. I could have I hit my head. I could have drank too much at a certain developmental period. Most likely, I think, is that I was exposed to some kind of chemical. What we say is that genetics loads the gun and, and environment pulls the trigger. He also talked about living with the disease, and as time goes on, how it becomes more of a challenge. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm gonna lie; it's getting harder. It's getting harder. 
getting tougher every day. You suffer, um, but but that's that's the way it is. I mean, you don't, who do I see about that? Yeah, he uh, said it's uh, it's harder, and that he says it is very unlikely that he is going to live to the age of eighty. Oh my god! Yeah, I was talking about ways that he thinks it's going to come to an end for him. And if you look back, everything he was doing in the eighties with Back to the Future, Teen Wolf. Did you watch Family Ties, the show he was on? Yeah, I did watch that. Yeah, as a kid. Yeah, as a kid, I remember. But it was—it's so funny. I didn't, I didn't realize what like the show was truly about. I, I didn't get the humor. I just liked the characters on it because he was a Republican. His parents were Democratic hippies, and they would go at it. And it wasn't until I got older that I realized the true comedy of that show. I just thought it was cool because Michael J. Fox was on it. Yeah, I, didn't, I never got that either. I, as, fa- and as a matter of fact, I. Only heard about it within the last couple of years, where I was like, "Oh, really? I didn't, I didn't realize that there were politics involved." Yeah. In that show. I had no idea. I just kind of thought he was like a brainy kind of smart guy who tried to one up his parents, and that's where I found the humor in it. Yeah, it's, it's so funny as as you watch these shows as a kid, not fully understanding what they're about, and then you get older, like, "Oh my gosh, okay, now I understand it more." Yeah. Also trending this morning is the Late Late Show. The final episode aired last week, and now we're hearing why sources say that. The the show cost a lot to make and it wasn't bringing in the money that they needed. The show cost 60 to 65 million dollars to produce, but unfortunately, it made less than 45 million dollars. The show was hosted by James Corden since 2015 and Corden's salary when he started was between 4 and 5 million dollars a year. Over the years that salary increased and it was determined that having him on board was too costly rather than find a new host the network is ending the 28 year old show entirely oh we just talked about that on saturday night what's going to happen who's going to step in it's it's done it's done gone away it's just too expensive for them so um and we were also talking about did anyone watch it and 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 i'm not saying that to be mean but seriously like the viral parts of that show a lot of people would just watch on youtube the next day it I think a lot of people had to work in the morning. <laughs> it starts at 12.37. Sure, there's DVR numbers and everything, but how many people were DVRing the late, late show to watch it the next day? But when you start at 12.37, that's a hard audience to yeah, grab. Yeah, absolutely. And then finally, this morning, Rihanna is trending. Move over, Katy Perry. There is a new queen in town. Rihanna has passed her friend, Katy Perry, as the most followed woman on Twitter. She's now followed by 108.3 million fans on social media, on the social media site, rather. Katy is just behind at 108.1 million followers and we're now finding out that Rihanna got the bump on April 11th. That's when she posted photos of her son on Easter. The person with the most followers total on Twitter is CEO Elon Musk and uh, as far as Rihanna goes it was just announced that she's going to be the voice of Smurfette in the live action film which has been voiced in the past by Katy Perry. She's also going to be a producer. She's going to write and record original songs for the movie. And it is set to hit theaters in February 2025. And that is what's trending. If you've never heard the phrase hot take and you're like, what does that even mean? The official definition of it is a quickly produced, strongly worded, and often deliberately provocative or sensational opinion or reaction. It's something that you believe that maybe goes against what most people believe, but you will die on that hill. You are like, that is what I truly believe. And most 
most people will argue with you about it. It was a Saturday at Walk for Wishes, and uh, a listener came up to me, and I was talking to him about the, the show and Walk for Wishes, and he brought up on Friday, we did the Oh Wow Wheel, and my song on Friday was Pearl Jam's Even Flow. The category was uh, a 90s alternative song. We were talking about that song, and he pauses, and he goes, here's a hot take for you. Pauses again, and goes, Nirvana is overrated. And he paused and looked at me as if I would get really irate over his hot take, because to me, that's not so much a hot take, more maybe a, in my opinion, like a warm take. Like, I've heard that before. People think Nirvana is overrated, and that's his opinion. That's his hot take on 90s Alternative, that Nirvana is an overrated band. But do you have a hot take on anything? And if so, what's your hot take? Well, when you said that, um, you've heard it before. I think you heard it from me, because I believe that also. (laughs) I just, I've never really gotten the appeal of Nirvana, and... I remember I said that like 10 years ago, and oh my gosh, people were like, they were very upset with me. But it's just never, they've never been my thing, and you know, I know the songs are iconic, don't get me wrong, I appreciate that about them, and they really, I think, highlighted alternative music and made it a thing, but to me, it just sounds like screaming a lot. You know, why so angry? Uh, My hot take, and I also have said this before, friends is overrated friends is one of the most unfunny shows i've ever seen and that's my hot take even when friends was on in the height of friends maybe going back and watching it now the comedy doesn't stand the test of time jokes are not funny even when friends was the show of all shows you felt that way yes i've always felt that way i was just never that big of a fan when all the hype was happening i'm just like i don't i i didn't understand the hype um, I would watch it just hoping that maybe it would finally be funny to me. And it was never funny. It was never funny to me. Was Seinfeld funny? Yes. Seinfeld was funny. I enjoyed Seinfeld. Sometimes I would watch Friends to get to Seinfeld <laughs> um, because it was before it. And uh, But yeah, that's my hot take. I think uh, Friends is not funny. Um, if you have a hot take, what is it? 702-364-9400. You can call us. You can text us. No judgment. You can just say it and we'll leave it at that. Or if you want us to debate you on it, we can do that too. What's your hot take? Well, we, I mentioned this earlier about the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The fan votes are in, and George Michael won the fan vote. But that doesn't guarantee he's going to go in. He just gets an extra vote, and people still have to vote on it. But normally, the person who wins the fan vote goes in. Except back in 2020, when the Dave Matthews Band won the fan vote, and then he get nominated into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I think Dave Matthews is overrated. And I know they haven't really had... I think a new album came out recently, but... You go back to the late 90s, early 2000s. I mean, Dave Matthews Band was huge. I had so many friends that were into it and would go see multiple concerts. And I went to a couple and they were sold out, standing room only. I just I just thought it was overrated. I never got into the whole Dave Matthews thing. Not a fan. I, I I do remember listening to them a lot. I But I get it. It's not for everyone. You know, It's I never really got mad at anyone for not liking Dave Matthews Band. So I, I, I don't know. I think that a lot of people might side with you on that one. I don't know if uh, you're going to get a lot of pushback on that. We're getting a lot of uh, calls and texts right now. 702-364-9400. This one just came in. It said, my hot take is that Hawaiian pizza is the best. Pineapple and ham is superior than to any other toppings there are. Um, this one says, my hot take is that Ted Lasso isn't funny. 
This one says The Office is not a funny show. Interesting. Wow. Um, I never watched The Office, so I can't debate that, but I just know that there are a bunch of fans of that show, so that's surprising to see. I thought it was real funny. We got into about three seasons in, and uh, if you're a fan of The episode, uh, fan of um, uh, the Office, the parkour episode is the one that got me hooked, and ever since then, we, we watched all the way to the end. I was a fan. I thought it was real funny. This one says Bottle Service is overrated. <laughs> I agree with that. I agree. Sharing a bottle of vodka and making your own drinks totally takes the fun, in my mind, out of going out. Just make my drink for me and I'll get one. And and then also, like, it's just, it's a status thing, I feel like. Oh, we got bottle service. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and they bring a little, a, little, um, a little glass filled with limes and you're making your own drinks and everything. And there's always that one friend that pours a little extra too hard. I'm, I'm the same way. I want a nice little pour done at the bar because I'm not drinking that much. I don't need an entire bottle. A bottle of vodka will last at least a month or two at the house. Yeah, that's a. I have bottles of vodka from 2008. Like, I still <laughs> don't drink out of them. Jake, good morning. What's your hot take on something? Good morning. My hot take is uh, I think Tom Petty is a little overrated. Um, Jake, I'm clapping. I agree. Get out of here, the both of you. I Tom agree. Petty is a legend. Tom Petty, hey, the heartbreaker. Hey, we said no judgment. I'm not judging. I'm just standing up for Tom Petty. May he rest in peace. So many hit songs. And then his super group of the Traveling Wilburys. Oh, my gosh. Tom Petty is a legend. Get out of here. Boring. Get out of here. Oh, when he came out with this song in the early 90s. Oh, my gosh. The best part of that song was Kim Basinger was in the video. That was it. Playing a dead woman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jake, thank you. Uh, this, t- this text uh, says... Grey's Anatomy is overrated. Um, this one says, uh, from Jen, I still love Nickelback. I love Nickelback, too, Jen. You are right on that. Uh, Danielle, good morning. What's your hot take? Uh, baseball. Baseball's boring. Oh, you just killed me. <laughs> Ouch. Right in the heart. <laughs> Why? What sport do you like, Danielle? What sport is not boring, in your opinion? Football, Football? hockey, basketball, anything where there's like some action. There's lots of action. A whole bunch of guys sitting and standing around waiting for something to happen. <laughs> you know what? I respect your opinion, Danielle. I know a lot of people. Danielle way. will not be at the A's game when they arrive in Las Vegas in a couple of years. That's awesome. Okay, Hot 3 is coming up next. What do you have for us? All right. Car companies are changing this in your car. And you might feel like you're going back in time. We'll explain why coming up. Also, if you are looking to get that special someone to like you, maybe it's time to jump on a roller coaster. We'll explain. And have you ever left anything in an Uber or a Lyft? We've got this list of the things, the weird things that people have left behind. And some of these I, don't, I can't even believe we're going to talk about all that coming up next in the Hot 3. And also, real quick, we've yet to mention it this morning. It is Monday, so it's Minden Monday. We've got Beat Mercedes. This is your chance to win a $900 diamond pendant from Michael E. Mendon Diamond Jewelers if you can identify a song faster than Mercedes. That happens straight up at 7 o'clock. How are you feeling going into this, this week's uh, Good, game? good, good. Feeling good. All right, Minden Monday, Beat Mercedes happens at 7 a.m. Call from Mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. In just about 12 minutes, we have Beat Mercedes on Minden Monday. Your chance to win a $900 diamond pendant from Michael E. Menden Diamond Jewelers if you can identify a song faster than Mercedes. Let's go. Here we go. Three, two, it's time for the Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. Oh, sorry. That's okay. You just told me that. <laughs> the Hot 3 is brought to you by Legacy AC. Visit them at LegacyAC.com. All right. If you are in a fairly new car, you probably got a big touch screen on your dashboard. But now car companies are planning to upgrade again by getting rid of those screens. So Slate.com, they just did this big article on how car companies are ditching touch screens and bringing back more buttons and knobs. And it's because we want them. Now, touch screens might seem fancy, but they're actually the cheapest option. They cost as little as 50 bucks per screen, so car companies would love to keep using them. But there's more and more evidence that having all your controls on a screen like that is dangerous. Basically, it's the same thing as texting and driving. Experts say it's weird that everyone knows texting and driving is bad, but no one complains about how everyone's using an iPad while driving, basically. Knobs and buttons are easier to find without looking. Something younger drivers are just finding out. So companies have started switching back to them. The switch could be temporary, though, because um, Hyundai, they're one of the few companies that hasn't gone all in on touchscreens, but their lead designer says buttons and knobs could go away for good as cars become more autonomous. Once our cars can drive themselves, we're not going to even need to keep our eyes on the road. My my wife's car, Laura's car, is all touchscreen, and I am not a fan of it. My car is kind of a mixture of both. I do have a bunch of buttons on there, which is great. I always use them. And there's a touchscreen for certain other things. But when I get into her car, and it's like you said, Mercedes, it's like you're using an iPad. If I want to scroll through radio stations or something else, I'm swiping this screen. And it, it takes, maybe she's used to it because she drives it every day, but it just takes forever to get things moving around with that thing. I'm not a fan of it. It's, um, uh, mine is not a touchscreen. It's... It's a screen, but I have a knob in the middle, like on the console, that is kind of like a mouse, and that's how I can control it. And sometimes it gets a little frustrating because I'm trying to move the mouse, but I'm trying to drive. Uh And so it's like, it's basically like using a desktop or something. My husband has the touchscreen, he loves it. I don't like it for one reason. 
fingerprints. I mm-hmm. hate seeing fingerprints on it. It just looks so dirty to me. And it's mine is the same way with the fingerprints. And when the sun hits it a certain way, I've got my radio presets. It's so funny to see where my fingers are going first and where the smudges are. Because like preset number three, I never go to. It's like one, two, and preset five and six I go to. Like three and four, I never hit. It's so funny to see based on the, the smudge marks of where I'm going on my presets. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> that's the biggest pet peeve for me. It's not the, you know, how confusing it is or anything like that. It's just like... Ugh. Ooh, smudges. When you got in your car and first using that mouse, was it an adjustment? And is it pretty smooth right now, or do you still have your hiccups using it? Um, no, it's pretty smooth. I mean, my hand goes there anyway, and my hand where my or my arm goes there, and my hand just lands on it naturally the way I sit. Mm-hmm. So it's just me moving my finger around and then clicking, moving my finger around, clicking. But I would just prefer some sort of a knob or yeah. a button to press because it's like navigating that. It's like, oh my gosh, this is taking forever. <laughs> um, also this morning with the weather getting nicer, make sure you head to the closest theme park on your next date. Research shows that people who have just stepped off a roller coaster find the opposite sex more attractive. The study found that symptoms of physiological arousal, like heavy breathing and increased heart rate, tend to linger without our knowledge after any adrenaline pumping activity intensifying the perception of attractiveness. So last week we learned that one will get rid of kidney stones and now we find out we're more attracted to people when we get off them. I guess so. I mean, does it depend on the roller coaster? If we're talking about the, you know, the cute little kid ones at the the county fair that just go around in a circle, that is that one thing versus going on, um, you know, California screaming or what are they called? The Incredicoaster? Uh-huh. That, that one used to scare me a lot. Did you ever do the one at Stateline? No. Oh, my gosh. It was too rickety. Very rickety, intense. We did it once, and we're not roller coaster people, but Laura and I decided to do it. We sat in the very front row, too. Oh, Oh, it was so intense. That is... One uh, and done. Yeah, that's that's enough for me, (laughs) just hearing about it. All right, finally this morning, have you ever left something behind in an Uber? You are definitely not the only one. Um, Uber, they released a list of the 10 things that people left behind the most over the past year and they're things that you would probably expect clothing phones purses and backpacks wallets headphones jewelry keys books laptops and watches but they also shared some of the weird things that people have left behind over the past year they include a danny devito christmas ornament a fog machine an ankle monitor a unicycle 16 ounces of fake blood a green, a green foam statue of Liberty crowned, a lightsaber, a few hamsters, and six cheesecakes. Some of the other things include a bidet, rash cream, a pregnancy test, and someone's paintings of their wife. Who's getting into an Uber with a bidet? I don't know. Where are they going and were they devastated once they got there and realized they didn't have it anymore? <laughs> yeah, you're going, I probably have a specific reason why you're transporting a bidet. It's pretty big and then you get there like, wait a second. How often do people get their things back from Ubers? I've never left anything in one, thank goodness. But if you have, did you get it back? And you know, what are the chances? There's a way to contact the driver after they leave, isn't there? I feel like there is. Yeah, I think it's in, in your app now. But I think back in the day it was a little bit harder. But now, yeah, you open your, your app and you can do that. Do you leave something behind? It goes through Uber to connect you with the driver. So I think it's easier now. Um, I, I remember back when 
Uber wasn't around and we took a taxi from the airport once back home and uh, my husband left his camera in there and it was just devastating and we're like calling every cab company because we didn't first of all I didn't know there was so many cab companies that was like crazy to me but we're calling everyone trying to figure out who it was that dropped us off and who has it and uh, I don't remember if he ever got it back. I don't think he did. He was devastated. Oh, and the cab companies in town, Checker, Willsey, ABC, there's so many, especially yeah. back in the day, too. Yeah, I couldn't believe how many cab companies there were. <laughs> and you're not paying attention. You just get in the cab back, back in the day. McCarran, you land, you need a cab, you jump in the car, and you go. You don't pay attention. I know. And they're still around. Mm-hmm. They are still around. And sometimes people say that they're cheaper than Ubers, so whatever. Right. It's time to win. For B Mercedes on Minden Monday, your chance to win a $900 diamond pendant from Mike Lee Menden Diamond Jewelers if you can identify a song faster than Mercedes. Yeah, this is uh, this is so fun because every week the prize goes up 100 bucks. So that diamond pendant keeps getting bigger and bigger. So Mondays, Minden Mondays, and it's time to play right now. We usually do a little practice round to get us warmed up. You want to get started Absolutely. Uh, Mercedes, just take off her headphones and turn your microphone off. And Steph enters the studio. Or it turns on her mic. You're actually in your own studio. <laughs> yeah. How are you? Yay, I'm good. I'm good. Fun weekend. But like you guys, yesterday was nice. I had some rest. So hopefully I'm nice and pumped up for our little uh, test round. Okay, let's see how well-rested you are. I'm going to start okay. a song. As soon as you know it, shout out, got it. As soon as you say got it, I immediately stop the clock. That's the first thing I do. Some people say the song trails on for a second. As soon as you say got it, the clock stops. Yes, I see you too. So you do it all right legitimately. Mm-hmm. Yes. And okay. then five seconds after you say got it to correctly identify artist and title. Okay. And then if you don't know the song by 20 seconds, it automatically stops, and you got to give us something. Okay. All right, you ready? I, I think so. Hit reset on this, <laughs> and hit the song right now. Twenty seconds right there. Oh, oh my gosh! I'm singing this song in my head. I'm trying to think of the artist. And t- I seriously, I have nothing. I have nothing. No guesses at all. None at all. But I know the song. What is it? It's 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 five for fighting. Oh. One hundred years. Oh my god. Okay. I'm gonna bring Mercedes in. Right. She can see me. I'm smiling at her right now. <laughs> oh, I love this game. I saw you shaking your head. Yes. I I want to know what happened. I'll tell you, you in a second what happened. Okay. All right. Okay. Are you ready, Mercedes? Yeah, I'm ready. I'll, I'll turn the music machine on, hit reset, and you start now. Got it. Fight for fighting. Oh, God. What's the name of the song? A hundred years? You are correct. Oh, yes. my gosh. That's so weird. You're in my brain. Last week, I was talking about Pfeiffer fighting. That is so really? random. Oh, my gosh. Not that song, but because we were watching hockey, and I'm like, do, do you remember Pfeiffer fighting? <laughs> That's so funny. John Andrasik was the singer yeah. behind Pfeiffer fighting. Uh, Mercedes, you it took you 4.6 wow, seconds. Wow, that's a hard one. Steph, I was laughing because Steph went 20 seconds and had nothing. Oh, okay. Steph had okay. nothing that after was, 20 seconds. That was a that hard, was hard song. That made me think for a second. <laughs> I'm oh. kind of like on edge right now because I really want to know where that song, because you're probably thinking like, how you you think of two songs, JC. Mm-hmm. You think of one for now yep. and then the legitimate one. So I, I wonder like what's fi- going through your head. Well, I felt like Five for Fighting popped to my mind as well last week, Mercedes, for some reason. I don't know if I heard it somewhere or saw something with... 
You know what it was? It was that interview game I was doing last week. I was scrolling through super old interviews. I went way back. And I think I saw John and Drossi get here. Anyhow. Uh, yeah, I was watching hockey, and a couple guys got in a fight, and they didn't put them in, in uh, the penalty box but two minutes. And I was like, what about fight for fighting? <laughs> <laughs> two for fighting is the follow-up band. All right, so we want caller 20 right now to do the real deal. 702-364-9400. It is 7.01, and it is time. It's Minden Mondays, and that means we are playing Beat Mercedes. Up for grabs, $900 diamond pendant. Is that right? Wow, that would be great to give away. Let's get our contestant on the line. It is Coco. Good morning, Coco. Good morning. How are you guys doing? Doing great. How was your weekend? It was pretty good. It would be a nice little roundup for it if you were to win a $900 diamond pendant from Mike Lehman and Diamond Jewelers, don't you think? Yes, it would be. I'm so nervous. Oh, you got this. I'm going to head out of the studio, and uh, JC's going to take over. And and just guess as fast as you can. I want to be beat this morning, so I'm going to head out. Good luck, Coco. Thank you. All right, Mercedes is stepping out. I'll turn off her microphone, turn off her studio, and bring in Steph's studio. So, Coco, how how's your music knowledge? Do you have a favorite genre, 80s, 90s? How do you feel going into this? I'm kind of someone who listens to everything. Last week, I was so surprised the guy didn't get Thriller, but I didn't get the song this morning, the practice song, so I'm a little nervous now. Ooh, but Steph, what I like, though, is Coco's playing along. Yes. So she knows how the game works. You're, she play, does. you're playing along if you're not a caller 20. So, Coco, I'm going to give you some audio. Just make sure you can hear everything. This is actually that Five for Fighting song. I just want to make sure you can hear everything down the phone line. Let me know if this comes through clear. Nice and clear. Okay. Yes. Awesome. So the next sound you hear will be the actual contest. Once they start the song, as soon as you know it, just shout out, got it, at the top of your lungs. Scream, got it, got it, got it. We'll stop the clock. Okay. You've got five seconds to give us artist and title correctly. And by the way, you have a max of 20 seconds, like Steph took. You go, if you don't know the song, within 20 seconds, we stop it automatically, and you have to give us something. Okay. All right, you ready? Ready. <laughs> Steph, are you ready? I'm ready. All right, reset the clock, and you start now. Coco, nothing? I have no idea. Twenty seconds. Oh. We got twenty seconds. Oh my god! Hold on one second. Okay. Don't get Mercedes. That was okay. twenty seconds. Coco. Coco's Rihanna's SOS. Rihanna SOS was the is the song. Oh. Hold on one second. Um, I think I would say it was by Gwen Stefani almost. Oh, oh there, no! There's like a Gwen Stefani. Oh, a little you, bit you know, Solo Gwen. Yeah. Hold on one yeah, second. Okay. Coco, let's get Mercedes and act like she like uh, actually got it. Okay, so uh, Mercedes comes in here. We're on the 7 a.m. social club, by the way, so you can see how everything plays out. Mercedes coming back into the studio. She grabs her headphones. She gets situated. She got a bunch of knobs she's got to hit to turn her studio on. And um, She does everything. Hello. Yeah, there there she, she is. is. Awesome. Okay. All right. You ready, Mercedes? <sighs> yes, All I right. am ready. Let me uh, hit reset on the clock. As soon as you know it, you know the drill. Shout out, got it. We stopped the clock, and let's see how you did. And you start now. SOS by Rihanna. Woo-hoo! Wow. 1.2 seconds. Now let's talk about Coco and Coco's love for all kinds of music. 
All genres. Coco started rattling off how she got Thriller last week. Five for Fighting. She knew it. She knew all these songs. Yeah. Today, Coco. Oh, boy. Coco went 20 seconds and did not know it. Mercedes, you once again win. Coco, I'm so sorry. I was really pulling for you. This is one of those games where I do want someone to beat me. And, oh, what a bummer. Um, Thank you for playing, Coco. That means that diamond pendant just got a little bit bigger. It is now a $1,000 diamond pendant from Michael E. Minden Diamond Jewelers in the Fashion Show Mall. Okay, well, let's get it bigger and bigger, but not too big. Someone needs to walk away with this thing. Come on now. Yeah, Steph, uh, <laughs> if he's not listening, call Michael and tell him we're at $1,000. <laughs> that is a huge diamond pendant. Speaking of winning, 8 o'clock hour, we have an Apple HomePod Mini. And then in the 9 o'clock hour, 940, tickets for you to Kelly Clarkson's new residency. All the rumors are true, yeah. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. George Michael won the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame fan vote. He got just over a million votes. Cindy Lauper came in second. But this does not mean that he is automatically going in. It means that George Michael gets one additional vote towards induction as part of the class of 2023. Around 1,000 music industry people will also vote. Now, normally the person who gets the fan vote ends up going in, except if you go back to 2020, the Dave Matthews Band won the fan vote and did not go into the Hall of Fame. So sad, so sad. I feel bad for them. It's just weird how it works. You would just think the fan vote is an automatic... We're the fans. We're voting this person in. They should go into the Hall of Fame and not just get one vote to the rest of the votes. Yeah, I I don't understand why it's not counting, but whatever. Yeah, the Super Mario Brothers movie crossed the one billion mark at the global box office. It becomes only the 10th animated film to achieve the feat. And then Return of the Jedi was back in theaters to celebrate its 40th anniversary. That movie came out May 25th, 1983. Return of the Jedi came in at number five this weekend with 4.7 million from only 500 theaters. That's a, what's the big movie coming out this weekend? Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, is that this weekend? Yeah, yeah. That's going to, I think it's going to kick it out. Yeah. For sure. It'll take, it'll take down Super Mario Brothers? Yeah. Yeah. Um, are you going to watch the coronation of King Charles on Saturday? Isn't it on at like 2 o'clock in the morning here? Probably with the time difference and everything. I'm not sure if that's an evening thing or a morning thing over there, but if it's if it's on when I'm awake, yeah, I'm not going to wake up in the morning to watch it, though. The Coronation concert for King Charles is Sunday. So here's kind of the final rundown going into the concert on Sunday. The concert's going to feature pre-taped segments with famous faces like Tom Cruise, Joan Collins, and Winnie the Pooh. Wait, what? Start over? So the concert that we've been talking about, the Coronation concert? Yeah. It's on Sunday, and we have the final rundown of what's taking place. It's going to feature pre-taped segments with famous people like Tom Cruise, Joan Collins, and Winnie the Pooh. Very interesting group of famous people. I'm more impressed with their line of a Marcella, to be honest. How'd they get Winnie the Pooh? I don't know. <laughs> I, but Winnie the That's Pooh tough. <laughs> is one of the famous faces that I'll be doing a video segment for the King. Katy Perry, Lionel Richie, they're headlining the concert. Other performers include Steve Winwood, Andre Bocelli. It's happening May 7th on Sunday. It's going to be broadcast on TV, radio, and all over BBC as well. I love Andrea Bocelli. That, that actually is a highlight to me. I, if... I'm going to make it a point to watch if he's there. He's one of my favorites. Would that be a uh, future Marcella guest, I would think? 
I would I would be so excited to talk to him. Have you ever spoken to him before? No, I have not. I've never met him before. He's just his voice is like gosh, it's like angels are singing. It's beautiful. I, there's one that one song Steph's looking right now. She'll throw it in if we got that one. That one, I yes. I cry when this, I hear that song. Is this it? Hold on. Yes, this is it. I cry. And I think the Bellagio Fountains have a song, uh, a show to it. I love this song. Don't ask me what it's called, but I love it. You did a great job singing it, too, by the way. It was you awesome. knew what it was, I, didn't you? I did. There's a company that helps with eating disorder recoveries, and it's called Within Health. And they did a study on how music impacts body image. Now, part of it features lists of the top music acts in various genres that they say make people feel the most confident. The results are based on searches and playlists on Spotify, which reflect positive body image. Now, here's what they came up with. First off, the top three songs found on body positive playlists. These would be the songs that make people feel the most confident are these three right here. First off, Demi Lovato. Confident. Miley Cyrus is number two with flowers. And then Scissors Kill Bill. There was no. No, it was not. No. Have you break down by genre? Here are some of the artists and bands that make people feel the most confident when they listen listen to them. As far as rock, Queen is the top. I see a little silhouette of a man. Scaramouche, Scaramouche, will you do the bandana? Michael Richter did uh, his version of Bohemian Rhapsody at our Spring Fling on Saturday night. It was fantastic. It was so funny though because that was his last song, and um, just according to our schedule, he literally had two minutes left, and he started it. I'm like, oh man, he's gonna go late. <laughs> uh, as far as pop, Lizzo makes you feel the most confident and then for rock it's your band mercedes metallica i love that you say my band it's my band it's your band metallica and this it's i'm such a like just a walking, what's it called? Where you've got one end of the spectrum and the other end, right? You cover there. it all. Yeah. Absolutely, you cover it all. Now, check this out. Eight o'clock hour, we have for you an Apple HomePod Mini right around 825. That's yours when you win. Heads up. Welcome back to Mercedes in the Morning. You're the first voices I hear in the morning on Mix 94.1. Is Hakuna Matata one of the best Disney songs ever? I was just singing it. I, I caught myself singing it to myself. Hakuna Matata. Like that to me is a Monday song and it got me in a good mood. I think that Hakuna Matata has to be one of the top five Disney songs ever. Like Let It Go, I'm sure, is at like number one if we did a formal poll. And then what else? Like what are the best Disney songs? Do you know any Disney songs? Well, what if that song was in your mind too? Because James Corden and Tom Cruise did that song yes. on his last show Friday morning. It means no worries. For the rest of your days, it's our problem-free philosophy. I 
love that song. There's so many good Disney songs. What do you think is the best of all the Disney songs? Or if you have kids in the car, what's the the Disney song that they always, always want to hear? I know we were constantly playing Let It Go. And then um, what's the one with the... um, Ah, why is it spacing? With the one with thank or you're welcome. Oh, that's um, Moana. Moana. Yes, Moana. we're always playing the Moana soundtrack. Okay, I'm loading some of these up now as you're talking about. Let me go back okay. to these that we we're just talking about. So you mentioned uh, Let It Go. Let it go. Let it go. Can't hold it back anymore. Do you remember we were actually playing this like just as a regular song on this station? I remember the first time I heard it on the radio station. I was in your studio, Mercedes, at the time, and I had the radio station on. Like, Let it go. Like, what is this? Because I, I didn't, I hadn't seen Frozen. Can't hold it back anymore. I'm like, oh, this is the the hot song that everyone loves. And then here's your Moana. What can I say except you're welcome for the tides, the sun, the sky. Hey, it's okay, it's okay. Um, we're getting a bunch of comments on our live stream in the 7 a.m. social. You can call us or text us, 702-364-9400. Um, Encanto, we don't talk about Bruno, which uh-huh. we also play. That's a fun song. Yeah. Melissa says anything from Coco. Um, l- l- Remember Me, Yes. Oh, my gosh, I cried for- on that one. Life is a Highway from Cars by Rascal Flatts. <laughs> nope. What? Uh-uh. Heck no. Awful, awful, awful. Oh There's certain gosh. songs that should not be touched. And then why didn't they use Tom Cochran's version of Life is a Highway? I do because not. Because it's old. No, it doesn't matter. Rascal Flatts ruined that song. I, 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 it angers me that they used Rascal Flatts and they did not. They had a beef with Tom, with Tom Cochran for did some reason. Did you see the movie Cars? I, at some point I did. No, yeah, you didn't. Why, why are you a hater when you've never seen the movie? I'm just talking about the song you be, itself. You can't be a hater if you've never seen the movie. Maybe it fits the movie. Maybe it, it, Steph, it fits Steph, do we have them back to back? Let's get them back to back. No, be- let's not. <laughs> In my opinion, that Tom Cochran, Tom Cochran, why not use the original Tom Cochran? Because it's a new age. It's a new generation. We can't live in the past. We have to move forward. I'm all about moving forward, but man, it was an awful cover. Nikki, good morning. Hello. What do you think is the best Disney song? Uh, My five and three-year-old say, you've got a friend in me from Toy Story. Oh, that's a great one. You've got a friend in me. Randy Newman, right? Is the singer, I I think. I think so. Old song, though. You got a friend in me. I just thought of something. You got a friend in me. Guess what I got? Hmm. Emailed to me from the record label. The brand new version of Part of Your World by Halle Bailey. And I haven't listened to it yet, but I've heard it is so good. And I love the original Part of Your World. But I'm not going to be a hater and be like, the original, the original. Although it's great. But why didn't they update the Randy Newman song? They use the old version there. Was that an old song? Way old song. Well, it fit the vibe, and that's Pixar, baby. <laughs> that's what they do. <laughs> uh, so wait, so it's this is the original song. Does anyone want to hear the new one? Let us know, 702-364-9400. Who wants to hear the new version of Halle Bailey singing Part of Your World? Because I, I have it right right now. Okay, wait, this is the original then from Little Mermaid? Yes. Where they walk, up where they run. Classic. Who sings the original? Oh, I forget her name. She is so... This voice, it's just insane. Um, But I'm really curious about the Halle Bailey one. Jan says me. Kelly says me. 
Do you want to hear it? JC says no. What? <laughs> Why not? Are there certain songs that should not be redone? What if you listen to this song? What if you listen to this? You're like, no, no. It's like with Tom Cochran, Rascal Flatts. Like, why did you do that? It was so good the first time around. And I haven't heard anything. I haven't heard the song yet. What if, what if, it's, what if it's ruined after this? But why not listen to it and, and then decide for yourself? Steph, do you want to hear it or no? I absolutely. Of you course want to hear it? Yes. What why if not? It, what if it's not good? And, that, and all of a sudden, the song is tainted for you. It's Halle Bailey. It's going to be good. It's going to be amazing. I bet it's going to be one of those things where, wow, she just outdid herself. And does she have other songs? Is she is she a singer? Yes. yes. Chloe and Haley, uh, now she's, you know, acting. She's playing Ariel and yeah, live action. That's awesome, yeah. Um, Jody Benson sings the original. Thank you for whoever texted that. Um we're getting all yeses. All my kid says yes. Um, Under the sea is the best Disney song. Yes, yes, yes. I think we should play it. Okay, let's go in with. I'm gonna go open mind. Okay, good. Yes, go in with an open mind. Okay, this was just sent to me this morning. It is Halle Bailey who is going to be playing Ariel in the new Little Mermaid. Part of your world. Look at this stuff. Isn't it neat? Wouldn't you think my collection's complete? T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. version of Part of Your World by Halle Bailey. What did you guys think? Uh, we're getting 
tons of texts. You can call us. You can text us. Honest opinions. No one is wrong. It's all personal preference. Um, I'm just going to go down the text and what I'm getting so far. Halle Bailey kills it. Get it, girl. Original is better. Love, love, love it. New is good, but original is better. But glad Disney didn't try to change it to be something new. JC is right. This is horrific. Well, I never said it was horrific. <laughs> I didn't give my thoughts on the song yet. Uh, this one says it's good, but nothing beats the original. This one says it lost the innocence of the song, not pristine anymore. Chills. It has more of a grandiose feel, and I love it. Uh, too Broadway for me. Original is better. It doesn't flow as well as the original. Original, Almost like she's scared to sing. And then this one says, is going to work. Super happy right now. So it's the first time everyone's hearing it, too. Yeah. Yeah, basing on a song that you've heard a hundred times, too. What? So what did you think? Okay, uh, I was very angry over the Rascal Flats covering Life is a High Ride. Yes. I'm not a fan of that song. That's how this whole thing got started. Some certain Disney songs, songs should not be touched. So here's the original. Up where they walk. So good. Up where they run. Up where they stay all day. First time for me hearing Haley Berry sing. Haley Berry. I think she nailed it. I think it's awesome. Isn't it? I think it's fantastic. Like Jan said on, the, on our social club, such a powerful voice. And it's very similar to the first one, too. They didn't really change the song drastically, but she's got a voice on her. My gosh. That's my take. Um, I do love the original the best. That, for me, is like what I just remember listening to when I was younger, and I love that. But I think I loved how this one stayed so true to the original, and I started tearing up listening to it just because her voice was so powerful, and I have goosebumps on my arms. So... I loved it. I give the original a 10. I give that one a 9.8. I think it was right up there with it. Now, this is the one where I'm seeing a lot of hate online about the actual... Because I, I didn't see the movie. But Little Mermaid, there's other fish characters in it. Flounder. Flounder. And people are hating on what Flounder looks like in this movie? Um, Yeah, I've been seeing articles about that. They say that um, Flounder's design um, looks weird. Or they're saying that... Uh, it's uncomfortably lifelike, which I haven't even seen the picture of the new flounder, to be honest. So I don't. I thought it looked, it looked like a cute fish. The yeah. Current one, yeah. But did it look like the original flounder? No, no, it did not. The original flounder was more cuddly, I think. Oh, and we like cuddly flounder. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Maybe we'll play that again later on this morning. It was good. Yeah. I liked First it. Listen. All right, hot three is coming up next. What do you have for us? All right. Do you have enough money saved? for your retirement. It may be a long ways away, but what is Gen Z, Millennials and Gen X saying as far as that goes? Also, women are twice as likely to wear this when they're meeting up with a man that they're attractive to. And have scientists finally figured out the fountain of youth? How to stop aging? That is coming up next in the Hot 3. Here we go. Three, two, it's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by Legacy AC. Visit them at LegacyAC.com. Nearly 7 in 10 Americans plan to retire, but of those who don't think they will, 42% believe that they will never have enough money to do so. That's according to this new survey of adults. It's split evenly by generation. 22% of Gen Z... 19% of millennials and 18% of Gen Xers don't believe retirement is in their future. Now, even though they're going to be approaching their 60s, was his 60s? No way. Gen Xers? 60s? 
No, Gen Xers, 40s. Gen Xers are approaching the 40s. Now, that would make sense. What's, Gen Xers. What's the beginning of Gen X? It's late 60s. Gen X is late 60s. Are you serious? Yeah. 1965. So, yeah. They're, uh. And what is Gen X and 80? 1980. Huh. Wow. That's okay. early, early Gen Xers. Yeah, exactly. Well, they say that um, 37% of Gen Xers say they will not be retiring within the next 10 years. And then in addition to the savings concerns, respondents plan to keep working just in fear that they need the income to support their family. About one quarter admit that they will never start planning for retirement and will likely deter from it entirely. You ever think of how it's all going to play out in the end? Let's say you live, live a long, full, healthy life and now you're... 95 years old. Nursing home, one of the kids, grandkids. What do I want? Yeah. Like, how, how's it going to play out? Who's going to be there? Well, like, I've literally had this conversation with my mom when she was in town. Mm-hmm. And just, like, she she was telling me, you know, basically I'm the executor of her will. And she's telling me all these things about what she wants when she, gets, when she dies and she gets older. I'm like, why are you talking about this? You're still young. And she's like, I just need someone to know. And, uh... And she's like, I, she didn't come out and say it, but I got the impression she did not want to be put in any sort of a home. She made, what did she say? She's like, I just don't want you guys to just stick me somewhere. And I was like, oh, I go, well, move to Las Vegas and I'll take care of you. And she's like, but you have stairs. <laughs> like she doesn't want a, double, a two-story house. Like, and we don't have a bedroom down on the first floor. We'll build an addition, Mom. That's we'll what build I an said. Addition. I'm like, yeah, well, let's build room. you a casita in yes, the backyard. Casita. You know, exactly. I was like, I'll take care of you. But I, I think I would want the same. I would hope one of my kids would take care of me. What do you want to do? Yeah, that's it. We don't, we don't have kids. And, you don't? And, no. <laughs> Actually, guys, I got to tell you something. Yeah. His name is Tom, and he's 13 now, and I've just been keeping him a secret. Uh, yeah, like, how's it going to play out? I was just thinking about that, like, over the weekend because um like laura's aunt and uncle don't have kids they're retired just loving life and laura's very close to them so i know that we will be there to take care of them with their needs but like as far as us so would you move over there then oh i didn't even think of that good point mercedes like how are you going to take care of their needs across the country she i know she wants her mom to move to vegas and that and that's been talked about like your mom but yeah walton les sorry (laughs) we won't be there for your needs sorry um you know what's kind of funny well, it's not funny. It's kind of sad, but um, you made a joke that oh, you have a kid who's 13 and his name's Tom. Yeah, there's cool. a There's a radio guy in, uh, not in town, but there's a radio guy that actually did that. He had a son. He was, I want to say 12, 13 years old, and he pretended like he didn't exist because he was worried that if people heard him on the radio and knew that he had a 13 year old son that like the women wouldn't be as attracted to him and stuff. And I I was just like, what? And then he said, he eventually uh, told people and I'm just like, I don't understand why you would do that. How, how his son must've felt listening to his dad on the radio acting like he didn't even exist. Oh yeah. And did he tell his son the reason why? Radio is weird like that. That's stuff that happens behind the scenes. Because in D.C., the girl that I worked with there in the beginning, she was married, and they told her not to say, don't say you're married on the air. 
If you want to say you have a boyfriend, you can, but don't say you're married. We want you to be desirable to the single guys in the audience. Yeah, exactly. It was so dumb. And then we kind of switched formats where her being married was more better for the show. So she had like a fake wedding. It was, Mercedes oh was awful. Oh my yeah. gosh, a fake yep. wedding? And came back in. Guess that what, guys? I got married. We're like, what? You got married? You've been married for four years. <laughs> but, oh, wow. We weren't invited? Oh, that is just awful. so sad. Awful. I get chills like thinking of that. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, oh, I guess I got two stories. We're late though, huh? Uh, no, actually early. We're good. Okay. Yeah, we're good. Women are twice as likely to wear red when meeting a man that they're attracted to. More than half of those took part in this experiment and they wore red dresses, blouses, scarves, or lipstick when going to a meeting with a man whose photo that they kind of liked when the man was less attractive a little a little more than a quarter wore red the findings support previous studies which found women often wear red to increase their attractiveness past studies have found that almost 52 percent who thought that they were meeting a good-looking man came wearing red clothes or makeup and among those allocated to a less attractive male it was just 26 percent they said red was used to symbolize lust and passion and fertility in ancient mythology so if she shows up wearing red she might think you're pretty cute (laughs) is that a thing like the, the red dress for ladies does every lady have that one red dress or that's like a movie thing i think uh i mean i have a bunch of red dresses i don't know if you do that by design they do this thing oh, i want to do it so bad because my husband says red is my best color he he just loves when i wear red it's his thing and so i'll wear it just to appease him but i don't think it looks very good on me personally and there's this thing that they do in um in South Korea, where you could go to this place and they literally spend like four hours determining what your best colors are, like putting colors up next to you and and then determining what your makeup color should be. And I really want to do that because he loves me in red. I don't think I look very good in red. What you were wearing on Saturday was really nice. Was it a jumpsuit? What was that? It was on Saturday? a jumpsuit. Yeah, it was really but cool. it was black. So it's Looked like good. neutral. I'm just starting to turn into that wearing all black person because <laughs> i notice i wear black a lot that is my thing all right well, it, looks, it looks good it, black looks good and so does oh, red yeah, all those colors look good well would you ever say you know red does not look very good on you would green you don't do green, green ever again oh my gosh that's the one i get compliments on i just pulled the color out of oh, my okay. just yeah no i thought you're serious i wasn't mad i was just like oh dang i'm wearing the wrong color um finally this morning would you even want to live to be a hundred Here's another question. How about 180? Researchers of uh, University of San Diego have just figured out how to extend our lifespan by over 80%. Now, before you get too excited, they haven't tried it on people yet, but it could be a very big deal. We age because our cells start breaking down. And a previous study, which we talked about, found that it happens for two reasons. Their mitochondria gets weaker and our DNA becomes less stable. Do you know what mitochondria is? Your skin. Right? The, the saying. No. What, what's the saying? Mitochondria is... <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> you didn't say this in school? School was so long ago, and I, I don't want kids to refresh my memory I, with school. I, I mean, I still remember this. Steph, do you remember the saying about mitochondria? Isn't it something about the powerhouse about of the, the cell? <laughs> yes, mitochondria. You got to memorize that, Jason. I looked it up before I went. Oh, oh you I love your honesty. I love your honesty, At least Steph. you were honest. At least you were honest. <laughs> I would have not known, Jason. I'm right there. Thank right you. Now. Thank you. High five. Does, does everyone else remember that? I, 
am I the only one? That was like our our science teacher beat that into our head. We had to say it over. Mitochondria, the power of the cell. Mitochondria. Like that was, that and the Pythagorean theorem were the two things that I still retained from high school. Everything else, out the window. <laughs> For me, Anna, you in one ear, out the other. <laughs> I want to go home and play Nintendo and get out of here. Um, but would you want to live, like, I mean, if, if everyone else around you is living that long, fantastic. But it's... People, we celebrate it when we should. But when you see someone in the news that turned 115, but there's part of me like, oh, that's awful. Because they witnessed, the, the, their, their kids are not around. They witnessed everyone in their life die. Their husband, their wife, their significant other is gone. Everything around them has died. And there they are, the last one alive. Well, I mean, does that mean you want to die too? What is, I, living to 115 when no one else around me is 115 doesn't do anything for me. If I'm healthy... And not a burden on someone. I want to live as long as I can. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't want to just be out of here. You know, I, but that's not my decision. You know, as far as the study goes, they they did this with the yeast cells, and they basically rewired these cells and tricked them so. Two, those two things wouldn't happen at the same time with the mitochondria getting weaker and the DNA becoming less stable. And they found that when each one got to take little breaks like that, it slowed down the aging process in general. And the yeast cells lived 82% longer. Wow. It's, it's just a proof of concept for now, but they think the same type of gene therapy will work on human cells too. But the main concern is, is, is this going to even be a safe thing to do? I don't know who's going to volunteer for this one. <laughs> Sounds like a superhero movie in yes. the making. Uh, 8 o'clock hour. Here we are. iPod Mini is yours at 825. How do I say goodbye? How good was Dean Lewis at our spring fling on Saturday night? If you were there, you know it was such a great show. Michael Richter, Jason Mraz was headlining. And we had the best time. So many of you we got to talk to and... Loved it. It was such a good night. I had uh, friends that were in the audience that didn't realize were there, and I saw them on Sunday, and they were just saying how even Jason Mraz was just entertaining, telling stories throughout the night. Same with Dean Lewis, and Michael Richter was a fantastic local kid. Bohemian Rhapsody cover at the end was incredible. But my friend that was, and I didn't get to see much of Dean Lewis, because I was talking to coworkers, and, and we're getting ready to go introduce Jason Mraz and stuff, but they said at one point, not that song, but he had another song, and she said he was telling a story about uh, how he found out one of his um, girlfriends was cheating on him, and then inspired him to write one of his hit songs. I think a lot of songs are probably based on cheating and relationships gone wrong. That's, I mean, that's what songwriting pretty much is all about, if you think about it. And then, relationships. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I was talking to a woman. Um, I, I'm not going to say her name, but I do remember her name. And uh, she was upstairs on the level that we were at, and we were just talking by the bar. And I asked her, I was like, who are you here with? And she's like, by myself. I'm like, oh, that's so cool. And she goes, not really. My boyfriend was supposed to come with me. I was like, oh, did he just cancel on you? And she goes, no, I broke up with him two days ago. And so I don't want to pry. I'm just like, oh, I'm so sorry. And she goes, don't be. I found out he was married. What? Yes. Married? And and I I, I just kind of stopped and I didn't really say anything. And I looked at her and I go, oh, but I was really curious, and I was like, I hope she tells me. I was like, oh. She goes, yeah, it was a weird thing, but I had no idea I was dating a married guy until I met his wife. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Okay, please tell me. She go- And I go, well, what happened? And she says, well, I was getting gas, and I saw his car as I was pulling into the gas station. Apparently, he has a sticker of a band. I'm not going to say which one because then we'll all know if we see it. Like, that's the guy. But a sticker of 
a band that he really likes logo on the back window of his car. <laughs> and um, she, so she pulls in. It's the exact model. It's exact, exact uh, sticker, license plate she recognizes. And she's like, oh. So she parks on the other side of the pump and was going to be like, hello. And so she goes to get out and she sees a woman filling up the car. And she's really confused at this point. And uh, so she she didn't want to make assumptions. And she said, so I, I just kind of made small talk with her. Like, how you doing? Okay, thanks. Da, da, da. And she goes, do you by any chance know a man named, I'll just make up a name, uh, named Jake Smith? And the woman said, no, but I know uh, Jake Johnson. He's my husband. And then she realized that the guy had just switched his last name. He opened a, a Finsta, a fake Instagram account, so it looked like Jake Smith. And no pictures of his family or anything. I Well, actually, I, I say family. I don't know if they, they had kids. She didn't say it, but the wife. No pictures, nothing. So she thought he was a, leg, a legit guy. She goes, oh, what does he do? And it was the same job that Jake Smith mm-hmm. had, and it was all that. And she's like, oh, my gosh, she blocked him on every possible way and she's like i can't believe i uh, i believe this guy if you're in that situation and i don't know if you got this from that lady or not on saturday night but do you as part of you compelled to say um okay well just so you know jake smith is a guy that i've been dating and you're in his car right now so something's going on here would you you're in that situation would you just want to get out and forget you know this guy's a scumbag just leave the situation remove yourself or would you tell the wife of hey just so you know your husband has been dating me for the past two months. I like part of me wouldn't want to do that, but and also you don't know people's relationships if they agree to open let, marriage yeah. or something. Yeah, but in that case, I would feel bad for the woman if she doesn't know. Like now, here you're you're married to this man who is doing this, so I might say something vague, like, "Oh, because the Jake." Smith that I'm dating drives a car that looks exactly like that one. What a coincidence. And then let her start thinking and and putting the pieces together. Mm -hmm. Has anyone ever found out that they were dating someone married? I mean, what a shock. And some people I know intentionally date married people, which that's a whole nother can of worms. Don't get me started on that, but... I don't know. I just, I felt so bad for her. I just, as you're telling that too, a band sticker. I don't know why this guy, I'm picturing like, uh, we were talking about Nirvana being an uh, overrated band, like a Nirvana uh, sticker. I'll, t- I'll tell you the band because she even said it. Uh, let me write it. Oh, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> kind of that kind of vibe. Yeah. So that was. That <laughs> Gen X. <laughs> it was. Uh, it was uh, you don't see a lot of those on no, people's car windows yeah. uh-huh. on the same car that your boyfriend's driving. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, by the way, I think my lipstick is in there. Can I get yeah, it out? Exactly. The Apple HomePod Mini. Uh, first off, Kelly Clarkson tickets to her residency. We have those for you at the nine o'clock hour at nine forty. But up next, around eight twenty-five, Apple HomePod Mini is yours when you win. Heads up. We've got an Apple HomePod Mini for you coming up here in just about five minutes when you win heads up. And the next hour, tickets to Kelly Clarkson's new residency. Uh, have you heard any more of her songs? 
Um, well, I heard the two, me and mine, or uh-huh. um, but no, we got it. I got invited. Well, the whole um, programming staff here got invited to a private listening party of the entire album. It was on a Monday, so I couldn't go. But I know our boss went, and I think what he said about the album was. Man, she's hurting. <laughs> there, there's a lot of hurt there. So um, she was performing the whole album for a bunch of radio people across the country at, at some club. And I was bummed I couldn't go see it, but I heard it's really good. So, yeah, those tickets coming up next hour at 940. There was, I was reading this um, in the RJ that uh, the Gordon Biersch in the Howard Hughes Center is closing. It closed. Oh, it's done? I think closed? so. Yes. We had some friends who went over the weekend for one last time. You oh, know? yeah. So then the, the article said it was supposed to close this past weekend. So it did. It closed this past weekend. Gordon Beers. And that has been there since 1997. That was a staple of that area down there in the Howard Hughes Center. And I remember in the late 90s when I used to live down in that area, I used to live at the corner of Flamingo and Paradise. That was like one of our go-to happy hour spots. But pff, no more. It's now gone. Are you sad about this? Uh, I mean, it's, 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 I'm bummed because it was like a, such a staple, but the last time I was down there was probably in the late 90s. It was in a spot that I went to. You know, actually, I'm sorry. I used to do lunches down there a couple of years ago. It's okay. Yeah, thank you for <laughs> my apology. Uh, so no, I used to do uh, lunch with a buddy down there a couple of years ago. But if you could bring back one place, because so many cool places in Vegas, they shut down. Our, our city's constantly evolving and changing. If you could bring back one place, whether it be a hotel restaurant, nightclub, attraction. If you could bring back one place, what would it be? Oh, man, just one, huh? I think I would go with That's Italian. Do you remember that restaurant? Where was That's Italian? Okay, does anyone remember That's Italian? This is literally the first place that um, when when I moved here, some people at the radio station were like, Mercedes, want to come out to dinner with us? And I was like, yeah. And they took me to That's Italian. And it was on West Sahara. Um, I want to say it was by, on the other side of the street of that, TGI Fridays. I gosh, I can't remember exactly, but it was in a strip mall, this Italian restaurant, and you walk in and it was really dark in there. Like, but it was this hole in the wall Italian place and the food was really good and the people were so nice and after you were done they'd buy they'd bring you a shot of something they called love potion and I don't know what it was but it was such a cute little restaurant I loved it and one day we were going to have dinner there and it was gone. I was like, what happened to that place? Oh, that's Italian. Uh, that's Italian. That's Italian. Does anyone remember that? Because anytime I talk about it, no one knows what I'm talking about. I swear it was there. It was not a dream. I have no idea. I don't even remember when I was here in the 90s. That's Italian being a thing. I'm sure it was, but I, I missed out on that's Italian. That was a good one. And then also Dive. Oh, the fries were the best. At Fashion Show Mall. <laughs> Do you guys remember Dive. That place was so good. I was so sad when it closed. Dive was a submarine-themed restaurant. Steven Spielberg was yeah. behind it, right? It was in Fashion Show Mall, and there was like a front of a submarine sticking out, and it, everything was submarine-themed, and I just remember their, their garlic fries being really good. That was like the thing to order there, and they had dipping sauces for the fries. It was, oh, man, it was so, so good. Uh, so for me, the uh, the original Hamadas, which was on... It was on uh, Flamingo. It's Flamingo, Flamingo in Paradise, but it was just um, 
what yeah, it was just past Paradise, and that was a sushi restaurant. And they they moved just up the street, and they opened up a newer one, which I think closed down. But the old school Hamadas was like one of the best sushi places in town. And this goes back to the '90s when there's sushi places all over Las Vegas. This was like one of the only ones here in town, and that was just the atmosphere it was an old school vibe when he went in. Everyone doing sake bombs. It got loud at night, loud music. Everyone having a good time. So the original Hamadas is what I would bring back. What would you guys bring back? Any restaurant, bar, hotel? What would it be? 702-364-9400. Ted says the Alpine Village Inn. I've heard about this before. I don't think it was here when I moved here. But is it like your traditional kind of Alpine Village, like the German candies and foods and stuff like that? Because if that was here, why did they get rid of it? I I love the one in L.A. It's so cute. But I think they got rid of that one, too, actually. Were there rooms attached with the inn or inn was just part of the title? Was it like an Alpine Village Inn where it was a restaurant and then there was like rooms in the back or that was just something fun to use in the title? It, 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 I, I don't know for the one here because yeah. I never saw it. But as far as the one in L.A., I think I think it was just a, like a marketplace. I'm not sure. Uh, let's talk to Kelly. Kelly, good morning. Good morning, Mercedes. Hey. Hey. Hi. What, what do you want to come back? Well, I wanted to comment on your uh, That's Italian. It's what's now on... Uh, it's Sahara and Decatur, I believe, and it's now herbs and rye. Because when you walk in there, it is pitch black dark. Okay. And it used to be Italian. I know what you're talking about. That was actually called, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the Venetian that restaurant. Oh, yeah. And so, um, and it's the the one I'm talking about was not a standalone building. It was literally in a strip mall. So, like next door was a camera shop or something like that. It was all connected. But you just jogged my memory. That Venetian restaurant, that place was so cool. And Herbs and Rye is awesome too. Great spot. Was your uh, that's Italian? Was that in the same place where that Statue of Liberty was on West Sahara? Not that one, but I want to say it was one block. West, it was just a random L-shaped uh, sh- shopping mall. Gosh, that's gonna drive me crazy. I maybe I dreamt it. I don't maybe know. that whole, but that whole like West Sahara. So many things have come and gone. That Statue of Liberty place. There used to be a great sushi restaurant on there as well. Your that's Italian is now gone. Yeah, that there were so many things over there. But the Statue of Liberty, I believe, is still, is it still there, there, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Carl, good morning. What do you want to bring back? Salini's restaurant on West Charleston. Old school Italian, red leather booths. It was awesome. Salini's? Is that what it's called? Yep. Where was it? Charleston and what? Yeah, Jones, Decatur-ish. Okay. Oh, man. Why are they yeah, getting the- rid of all the good Italian sounds restaurants? Great so names, sad. too. Salini's yeah, Italian restaurant. That just sounds like that has got to be some sort <laughs> of a, a good hole-in-the-wall place. Um, someone says Cafe Chloe. That was Chef Piero's place on Buffalo. Um, Sweet Tomatoes. It says, I was so sad when they closed the whole thing. And then Soup Plantation went out of business. Yeah, we need just a good, like, soup slash salad slash buffet place. I know we have, what's the soup and salad place right over here? Oh, there used to be one on Maryland Parkway next to Toys R Us in that same area. The soup and salad. We used to go there all the time. But they like they didn't have it like soup plantation or sweet tomatoes where it was a buffet of stuff that you can get in addition to the salad bar. Oh, yes. The super salad place. I remember you walk in, they would have like this gigantic salad bar and then they have some soups and then they have a dessert bar. 
Yes, the dessert, dessert bar, bar with mm-hmm. an ice cream machine. Yes. Oh, that was so good. And wasn't it just like five bucks for a salad? You just get like the plate. You just load it up with stuff. Oh, man. we When I was in college, we had a place like that. And uh, we would take our backpacks so we could take food home. <laughs> <laughs> load up on bread, too. All right, here we go. It is time to win with Heads Up. So we want to call her 20 at 702-364-9400. That's you. You get to play Heads Up. And this is a cool prize. This is such an awesome thing to have. I love mine. It's the Apple HomePod Mini. You can listen to Mix 94.1 on it. You can ask questions to Siri. You can get the time, the weather, all sorts of good stuff. And we're giving one away right now. Just be caller 20. You get to pick your category and your partner for heads up. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you're going to win. Caller 20 plays 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. All right. Contestant Kelly, your caller 20. Yay! Oh my goodness! Let's do this, Kelly. You ready to play heads up? I'm ready. Okay, pick a category. Do you want to go with ponytail, Mr. Potato Head, live in concert, Star Wars, or on the rocks? Oh. Ponytail? Ponytail it is. Hairstyle Appreciation Day was yesterday. And these are all um, things that are associated with your hair, okay? Okay. 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 Who do you want to pick as your partner? I'm going to go with Mercedes. Okay. All right, Kelly. Very simple. 60 seconds on the clock. Get six correct. We'll get that Apple HomePod Mini, and you start now. If you want to make sure your hair does not move, you put this on it. Uh, yes. This, if you um, want maybe a different hairdo but don't want to dye your hair, you might put one of these on your head. A headband. Um, no, it's like uh, it looks like a hairstyle, but you put it on your head directly. Um, um, it's, it's like um, a, a pink one or a red one. I'm going to get crazy and put this on my head. Dye? No, let's pass. Um, this is where you get your haircut. Um, if you're a guy, usually it's got the stripes. A barber? Yes. This is how you wash your hair. You use this item. Shampoo? Yes. This is when you get a cut. They, they have to use these to cut it. Scissors? Yes. Uh, this is what you said earlier. My hair's red. Now it's blue. Dye. Now, Yes. This is... Um, it, um, I'm going to pass that. Ten this seconds. is how to make your hair really soft after you wash it. Conditioner. Yes! yes. Woo! Congratulations, Kelly! You, you, the, you. the one you couldn't get was a wig. Oh God! <laughs> but it doesn't matter. You won anyway. Congratulations! Oh, thank you so much. I'm so excited. Thank you, Kelly. You're all set with an Apple HomePod Mini. And we have your Apple HomePod Mini tomorrow morning at 825 with Heads Up. And then next hour, 940 for you. Two tickets to the Kelly Clarkson, her brand new residency. That's happening at 940. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. someone's attention in your house and they're upstairs, you're downstairs, or they're in the backyard and you're inside, 
Do you go and get them, or do you just text them? <laughs> I shout. <laughs> you you just, shout? It's just Laura. If Laura's upstairs, like, dinner's ready, or she's outside, I'll pop open the door like, hey, I need this, or what? Yeah, we're shouters in the house. We're texters. We're lazy. <laughs> so if I need something, uh, I'll, I'll text Matt like, hey, when you come down, can you bring my iPad? And he'll be like, yes. Or if I'm down there and I sneeze, then he'll text me, bless you. <laughs> like, he doesn't shout out, bless you? No, he just texts me. <laughs> and he uses one of those bitmojis with it. <laughs> It's like, bless you. It's really <laughs> funny. So um, last night, uh, dinner was ready and Brooklyn was upstairs. So I text her, um, come eat. And she doesn't show up. And I'm like, I look at my text and I sent it to Steph. <laughs> Steph was like, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. What do you think when I sent you that text? When you said come eat, at first I was like, who, who is texting me? And I'm like, oh, it's Mercedes. She probably meant to text it to Brooklyn. I immediately knew. And I'm wondering, I'm thinking back like, huh, why did she think I was Brooklyn? And is it because it was the last thing that I messaged you? It looked like something Brooklyn would say? No, you were the last person that I texted and it was still on there. And I just didn't think. I thought I had texted Brooklyn before or after you so i just opened my phone and i was like come eat and then i sent it and i was like oh no i'm like sorry that was for brooklyn and she laughed and what did you write what's i, what's, I said what's for dinner except <laughs> <laughs> it shows up hey i'm here do you have you done that before it was it was the right text you sent the right thing but you sent it to the wrong person and uh was it weird i mean this one was funny we just laughed it off and no big deal but have you ever sent the wrong, the right text to the wrong person. Yeah, I, I definitely have, but there's, there's, this kind of falls under the, the category of, of not paying attention to where you're sending messages because, and, and, and today was like the final straw because I do my thing is every morning open up Facebook and I just go through and I wish happy birthday to everyone who, whose birthday it is. And a lot of people, some people listen to the show or I met along the way. I, I don't know them personally. We're just Facebook friends. And a couple months ago, I wished happy birthday to someone that had passed away in the past year, mm. and that was awkward. I'm like, ah. And then about a month or two, about actually about a month ago, I had wished happy birthday to someone on Friday, and I noticed on Saturday, the, a loved one of theirs had posted that they had passed away, and they were ill. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to look at these things. Here I am wishing someone a happy birthday who was ill, you know, on their final days. And I'm like, happy birthday! Have a great one! <laughs> Drink one for me! Yeah, and then today, I wished a friend of ours, it, it, I didn't even, her name pops up as Gabrielle on, on Facebook, and I just wrote, happy birthday, Gabrielle! And Laura, my wife, screenshotted it and sent it to me. And she's like, you know, this is Gabby, very close friends of, of, of Laura, always goes by Gabby. And here I am, like, officially, like, happy birthday, Gabrielle. And I'm like, it's so, like, Thank obviously. Thank you, Jorge. Yeah, it's so obviously like, generic, just wishing people a happy birthday. So because of those three instances over the past couple months, I'm either going to stop doing it or d click and do a little research before I send my birthday greeting. I don't feel bad about the wishing a happy birthday to someone who has passed. I have done that also. and But, like... Usually the family's pretty understanding about it. I sent one, uh, this was like five years ago, and it was just generic, happy birthday. Then I get a notification right away. It says, who are you? This is my father, and he passed away. You obviously don't know him very well. And I was like, 
Oh, so I just deleted my comment. I didn't know what to <laughs> yeah. say. I was like, oh, sorry about that. It's hard. And I know stuff happens. You don't pay attention to it, but you feel bad after the fact. Happy birthday, Tom. Like, oh, why? Okay, Tom is oh, not here with us. So, so embarrassing. Steph, have you sent the right text to the wrong person? I have. And this happened last week. You know how on Instagram stories, people will do shout outs for everyone. Like, Happy birthday to my man, Jordan. And what they'll do, like Jordan's birthday was last week. He'll repost and he'll go through and repost things. And I'm seeing like, oh, yeah, Jordan. Jordan's birthday is today. Don't forget to say happy birthday to Jordan. So I go through my Instagram stories and I'm messaging him through the story like happy birthday, my guy. Can't wait to see you next year. Like this heartfelt message and I send it. Comes back with a message. It's from the person that posted about him. And his name is Will. Will's like, oh, I guess I'll send this message to Jordan. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I saw your story thinking it was Jordan, but it was really Will. This is for when it is your birthday. I'm yes. just ahead of the game here. Are you okay? It happens to the best of us. I know. At least it was just come eat. Yeah. What was dinner last night, by the way? Fajitas. Yeah. It sounds good. I was yeah. surprised. You had dinner at 5 p.m. yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, I looked, I was like, she's going to make fun of me for how early we're eating. <laughs> Let me see the exact time that I said it. Cause I, I made a note of that. I was like, oh no, it was 516. Oh, that's perfect. You came on a Sunday night. I think we did it at 530 last night. Yeah. That's golden right there. Hot three is up next. What do you have for us? Okay. We are going to talk about swiping your credit card. So many people puts those skimmers on places where you use your credit card, we're going to tell you the worst places to go swipe the credit card. Also, this is one of the most common reasons that people get divorced. The answer may surprise you. And an iceberg has gone viral, and it's all because of its shape. And we'll talk more about that coming up next in the Hot 3. Here we go. Three, two. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by Legacy AC. Visit them at LegacyAC.com. Credit card skimming. It's still listed in the top five credit card scams to watch for in 2023. Crooks are still installing skimming devices that record the information on the magnetic strip on the back of the card. And it's happening most often at some particular places, gas stations, they remain a hot spot for credit card skimming. Even with most gas pumps now under video surveillance, the pumps still don't get much supervision between inspections. Non-bank ATMs are also a very risky place to swipe your card. ATMs located in gas stations, hotel lobbies, they're generally not owned by banks and are not often well monitored. Bars and restaurants are also on this list. They're not only risky, but also typically uh, tricky because typically you're not the one swiping your card when it's time to pay your tab or check. You hand your card to a server or bartender who walks away with it. And at that point, you're trusting them with your credit or debit card. Experts say that large theft rings will often recruit waiters and bartenders to steal credit card information for a few bucks. And unless you plan to make the awkward move of uh, following the person to watch them handle your credit card, there's not a lot you can do. In this situation, except keep an eye on your credit or checking account for any charges you don't recognize. And then there's um, the self-checkout lane at the grocery store. Be aware that crooks have been known to install skimmers on those card readers. They'll usually work in pairs 
um, with one person covering the camera while the other installs the skimming device. Dang, how hard is it to install a skimmer? I'm thinking at the grocery stores and Albertsons that I go to, there's, there's at least one person that works that area of the self-checkout because there's like six or seven of them now, um, you know, monitoring stuff if you need to check your ID or something. How fast is it? Are they installing that skimmer? I would think they need some time to stick something inside that machine. Yeah, I'm not sure. I uh, It happened to me before um, I was went to a gas station and it was either a skimmer or someone was telling me they now have these devices where if they're close enough to you, mm-hmm. they can using some sort of computer get your information and so they got i know it, that's exactly where it happened because within like 20 minutes um i got a fraud notice that asking if i had made a purchase at louis vuitton at the crystals um on the strip and I'm like, of, of course i was like no and then i called the place and i i i asked to speak to a manager they weren't in yet and i was like i just wanted to let you know that someone just came in there and bought a purse using my credit card information and I, which I can't figure out how uh, online I get, but you can't just go in and say like, here's the number you have to show a credit card, don't you? Or, or can they make them that quickly? Fabricate a credit card super fast with your number and stuff and information on it. Oh. Yeah. Who knows what they're doing it so was fast. So crazy. So we got that taken care of. I didn't have to pay, but it was, it was weird. Stay away by the way from this gas station. That's close to the radio station. That place is a hotbed, hotbed of activity. Which one? Oh, I put it up on the screen right there. Can you see it? Uh, that's the one that it happened to me at. Was it really? Yeah. Yeah, it happened to me there the too. Exact yep. same one that it happened to me on the. If you're going there on the right side of the road. Um, you're going down here. You'd make a left wait, on that. Wait. This is warm. This is warm springs right here. Yes. So you go the all way, the way down here and yeah. you hit that road and you make a left. And it's oh, right. Oh, that was a different no. one than me. Mine was just you just turn right. Oh, that right one too. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that one. That that, that place right here. That's yeah. crazy. I used that. to live in that area, and yeah, mm-hmm, stay away from that one. So you had it happen at, at the one at my first one. Yep, I I went in and used my credit card, got some gas, and it was a bunch of different charges. But it was at like Home Depot and Lowe's and places like that. But it was like five in a row, small amounts, and that's what was the red flag. It was like five dollars at Home Depot, six bucks at Lowe's. They were just going around buying small little things, and they're like, this man doesn't shop at Lowe's and Home Depot. This is an emergency. This is so crazy. (laughs) Um, Also, this morning, here is one of the most common reasons people get divorced. According to a new survey, it's when you ask for your spouse's opinion and then you do the opposite. Marriage counselors say it is an indicator of disrespect. So let's say you ask your spouse, where do you want to go for dinner? And they say a couple of places and then you pick some place that's completely different. <laughs> I would like to go to Applebee's or Chili's. And it's like, okay, we're going to BF Cherries, you know? <laughs> Why'd you even ask me? Um, that basically is your actions are saying, I do not respect your opinion and I do not care what you think. So why ask if you're, if you want to go there, let's just go there. I keep forgetting it, but it's a great hack as far as like deciding on the restaurant to go to that you have. Like you ask the person, like instead of going back and forth of uh, picking a dining option, how, do, how does it work again? We're going out to dinner tonight. Oh, really? Where? Your favorite place. Chili's? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, that's Brilliant. the way to do it. That's the trick. My husband tricked me with it for many years, and then I figured it out. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> All right. Finally, this morning, here is the newest thing that has social media blushing. A photographer in Canada posted photos of an iceberg floating off the coast of Newfoundland and found that people love it because it is shaped exactly like 
a man's area down there. I mean, you got to look at it. It it looks exactly like a man's oh, area. Oh, that's a gimmick. That's like something out of a movie it's or something. That's real. not real. It is for real. It's <laughs> like Earth's thing is sticking out. <laughs> the photo itself is pretty funny, but the details are also why it's blowing up. One of them I cannot say, um, but it was spotted off the eastern coast of Newfoundland in a, sp- in a spot called Conception Bay, which a lot of people think mm-hmm. are funny. And the photographer happens to be from the near a nearby town, which um, is named this. I can't believe there's a town named this. I guess if, if it's a town, I can say it, but I'm not going to say it. Oh, my gosh. This story's <laughs> got to be fake. It's for real. I got it from a legitimate news source. You want to say the name of the town? Maybe it's pronounced differently than we say it. Uh, Dialdo. 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 Dialdo's a beautiful town. Dialdo. I've never been to Dialdo, <laughs> but I I heard it's uh, it's a... Bigger town. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> but this iceberg, imagine if this was the one that, that uh, the Titanic hit. What would they say when they see that? Oh, my Instead gosh. of iceberg right ahead. <laughs> Pinata right ahead. <laughs> I think you wouldn't miss that one. What's surprising <laughs> is it's cold, So, but it's surprisingly a big iceberg. It's not affecting it. The cold <laughs> no, is not, not affecting it. Oh, gosh. That's hysterical. <laughs> that was the last one? Yeah, that's it. Coming up next, we do have Jerker Justified, and we have a dilemma involving a new mom. In a parking situation. Details right around 910. Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. That's our those tickets for you to go see Kelly Clarkson. And now it is time to I was gonna say judge your friends. <laughs> for jerk or justify. That is when we read one of your dilemmas and you tell us who is the jerk and who is justified. If you ever have an issue you want us to talk about. You can email us on our website, Mix941.fm. So this comes from Ashley, and she says, Hi, Mercedes and JC. My husband and I lived in Las Vegas for two years and fell in love with the show. We moved to the Valley in late 2019 and became hooked on the show during the pandemic. and have been fans ever since. So in 2022, we moved to Seattle. So this comes from Seattle and continue to listen every morning on the Odyssey app. She goes on with some other stuff, so I'll get right to it. Uh, she says... We pay extra for a reserve spot at our our apartment building. It's very close to the main entrance of the complex. Lately, our neighbor that just had twins has been parking in our reserve spot. Despite living on the same floor for the past year, we've never really spoken. James, must be her husband, is mad and wants to leave a note telling her to stop parking in their spot. I say that having twins is obviously difficult and give her some grace for a while and allow her to park there. What would you do? Would James be a jerk if he left a note? Signed, Ashley. Ooh, what do you think about that one? Well, we talked about leaving the notes last week, I think, on the show. Don't ever leave a note. Whatever the situation is, if you can talk to the person in person, it's much better. Because there's tone in notes. So don't leave a note. And I think it comes down to what you want to do. I mean, if it's me and I'm in this situation, well, first off, can you talk to the apartment complex? But if you can't, for some reason, they can't step in. And you're cool with the mom, like, parking there for a month? I think that's fine, but I think at some point you need to tell her something because maybe she's not aware that you're paying for that. And offer to her, like, hey, just, you know, that's my reserve spot. I pay for it. Totally cool with you paying there or staying there for the next month. But if you want it, let me know, and I can have them transferred into your name or something and offer it to her first. You're nice. I I, I think if you give them leeway, uh, this this creates a habit. So if you're like, oh, we'll give them a month. Well, then what after a month? What are you going to do after a month? Because then they've been parking it and they're going to kind of assume that it's theirs now. They're just creating this habit. 
I think that you can handle it. And I do have the sympathy on the twins thing. I get it. I, well, I don't get it because I don't have twins. But you know what? I, I've had kids and it's hard. Having two at the same time, I can't imagine. But I would say, hey, I just wanted to give you guys, if you see them, I wanted to give you guys a heads up that that was, we bought that reserve parking spot. I'm sure you probably didn't know, but I just wanted to give you a heads up because we've been paying for it this whole time and we haven't been able to park there. And that's not mean. It's not confrontational. And I, if someone said that to me, I'd be like, I am so sorry. I, I had no idea. I thought it was like a free for all or whatever. So I would definitely say something and I'd say something immediately because the longer you wait, the harder it's going to be to get that spot back. Yeah, it's a good, it's a, oh, hold on a second, sorry. Um, yeah, in my mind, I'm thinking say something right now. Like tell her right now that, yeah, that is, I'm paying for that. Would you let her keep it there for like a month? Like, let's keep it for the next, keep it to the end of May. But if you want it, let me know when you take care of it. Or do you want to get it back right away? I want it back. I'm paying for it. You know, it's like, I'm not going to buy something and then let someone else use it unless... If she asks me, like, hey, we're in a bind right now, any way that we could park here for a couple more weeks, then I'd say absolutely take it for two weeks. But I'm not going to offer it up because Mm -hmm. then, you know, a month turns into two months. But if they're really in a bind, absolutely. I'm not heartless, but I am saying something immediately and I am absolutely saying that I pay for this and I'd like my spot back. What would you guys think? 702-364-9400. Text here from Jerry says, that's your spot. Why would you even consider letting them have it? Don't play into the game, whatever that means. I don't think it's a game necessarily, but I, you know, either they're, they know what they're doing or they have no clue. It's one or the other, Mm -hmm. you know? And so, Correct it either way. Uh, Caroline Caroline says, I think it's nice to talk face to face. Handling things through texts and notes really takes away the, the feeling behind it. Just ask if you can have your spot back. Jeremiah says, I think James should complain about it. He is justified. Um, this one says JC is too nice. Having children does not entitle you to anything. He is nice, but not too nice. <laughs> um, I've got my moments. Yeah, but I, I see what you're saying. And it you're right. It doesn't asking for special treatment just because you have kids. But I would still have some th- sympathy if they said, hey, please, one more week. OK, fine. One more week. And then you're out of here. And then I'm towing it. <laughs> towing your car. If you ever have a situation for jerk or justified, you can send it our way through our website, which is mixed. 941.fm still to cl- uh, come your tickets to see Kelly Clarkson at 940 and up next is the hot three what do you have for us okay we are going to be talking about Michael J. Fox he is talking about his battle against Parkinson's what he thinks caused it what happened on the late late show as it ended this week and the person this person has now become the most followed women woman on Twitter it's all coming up next in what's trending Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Michael J. Fox is trending this morning. So the actor was on CBS Sunday morning talking about an upcoming documentary about his life. He got very candid with his uh, Parkinson's disease and his future. See, he was diagnosed in 1991 when he was 29. However, He did not tell the public about his diagnosis until 1998. Now, he says that his diagnosis is likely due to a combination of genetic 
and environmental factors, and it's very possible that he did some damage in the 80s. There's so many ways that you can that I could have hurt myself. I could have uh, hit my head. I could have drank too much at a certain developmental period. Most likely, I think, is that I was exposed to some kind of chemical. What we say is that genetics loads the gun and, and environment pulls the trigger. He uh, also said it's getting very hard to live with the disease, and it is highly unlikely that he'll live to the age of 80. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I won't lie. It's getting harder. It's getting harder. It's getting tougher. Every day gets tougher. Um, but... But that's that's the way it is. I mean, you don't, who do I see about that? It's uh, it was sad to see, and just he he's looking at all these movies that he's done, the Back to the Futures, the Teen Wolves, and his role as Alex P. Keaton on Family Ties, and and I guess when those movies and stuff comes on, he still likes to watch it. Oh, does and he, he? And he says, "Wow, I did a really good job in that." <laughs> he really did. And what yeah. I mean, what I mean, the, the Back to the Future, the trilogy, what an impact those movies made on on society. So people love those movies, and in my opinion, those three still well, maybe not um, the third one, the first. Do you still stand the test of time? I know, yeah, and I never saw the second or third one. Really? Yeah, only oh. the original. I didn't watch the other one, so maybe I'll have to go back and check it out. The second one just, you know, ties back into the first one. It's like when you well, watch I would it, assume they all tie into each other, don't they? Well, yeah, but the second one is like such a, such a uh, the third one is like, it's set in a Western town. It's a whole different thing. Okay. The second one, it, it's a back and forth. It's 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 really a trip. But the third one, it's it's a Western thing. It's, it's yeah, I don't like the third one. Okay, I'll uh, I'll have to check that out. Also trending this morning is Late Late Show. The final episode aired last week, and we're now hearing why. Sources say that the show cost sixty million dollars to sixty five million dollars a year to produce, but unfortunately it made less than forty five million dollars a year. The show was hosted by James Corden since twenty fifteen and his salary alone when he started was between four and five million dollars and over the year that salary just increased. It was determined that having him on board was just too costly. And rather than find a new host, the network says they are going to end the 28-year-old show entirely. When are we going at spot then? What's going to fill that time slot? I know. Probably just a rerun of Young and the Restless or something <laughs> like that. It's 12.37 in the morning. Not many people are watching it. But those fans are dedicated. They'll probably watch it. So, finally this morning, Rihanna is trending. Move over, Katy Perry, because there is a new queen in town. Rihanna's passed her friend Katy Perry as the most followed woman on Twitter. She's now followed by 108.3 million fans on the social media site. Katie's just behind at 108.1 million followers. And we're now finding out that Rihanna got that bump on April 11th when she posted photos of her son on Easter. Now, who is the person with the most followers on Twitter? It's the CEO, Elon Musk. Back to Rihanna, she just announced that she's going to be the voice of Smurfette in the live-action film, which is been voiced in the past by Katy Perry. She's also going to be a producer. She'll write and record original songs for the movie, and it is set to hit theaters in February of 2025, and that is what's trending. Kelly Clarkson, her residency is happening this year, and we've got your tickets coming up here in just about 15 minutes. Your tickets to go see Kelly Clarkson. Now back to Mercedes in the morning. The first thing I turn on when I wake up. The best on Mix 94.1. Hi, Sarah. Hi. You're caller 20. Going to see Kelly Clarkson, our first winner of 
the day. Congratulations. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. You're going to have so much fun. Kelly Clarkson's new residency. It's called Chemistry, an intimate night with Kelly Clarkson, happening Wednesday, August 2nd at the Back Theater at Planet Hollywood. We've got these tickets all week long at 940. And actually, later on today, Heather Collins has a pair for you in the 5 o'clock hour. Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us on a Monday. If you missed any part of the show, download the podcast. You can do that on the Odyssey app. You can get it wherever you get your podcasts or go to our website at Mix941.fm. We will be back tomorrow. Tomorrow's Tuesday, so that means Try It Tuesday is happening. And we'll have more of those tickets for you to see Kelly Clarkson in the 9 o'clock hour tomorrow. So make sure you are listening for that. Right now, it is time for the line of the day. This morning, everyone called in with their hot takes. Uh, my hot take, and I also have said this before, Friends is overrated. My hot take is, I think Tom Petty is a little overrated. Baseball. Baseball boring. Oh, you just killed me. <laughs> Ouch. Right in the heart. I just love baseball. A hot steak right in your heart when she said that one. <laughs> well, that'll do it for show number 1829 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.